Hi, everyone. It's your host, friend, and fellow parent, Faith. Welcome to Stroller Coaster, the podcast that takes you on the wild ride of parenting created by Munchkin. We love hearing from you all, so if you have a question or an idea for a topic that you'd like to hear about, please email us at podcast at munchkin.com. In fact, today we're celebrating the last episode of our first season by answering some of your questions right here, right now, and we will be talking about things from the show that changed our lives, and Justin and I will reveal our own parenting confessions. I have a prop for that, Justin, so stand by. Um, And then we'll wrap it all up, of course, with a moment of calm. Stay right here. It's mailbag time, Justin. Are you ready? This is I very am. Exciting. I love mail. I never get mail. I want more mail. Give me let's some mail. Put, let's put some A's to your Q's, people. Yes. All right. Say them up. The first question comes from Celia. She says, Marla's story about sitting in the hallway so her kids could learn how to have quiet time inspired me to create boundaries within my own family. Go, Celia. Uh, She says, I started saying, this is what we're doing now, and it works wonders with my kids. Thank you, Marla. So here's our question. Faith and Justin, is there anything you say (laughs) that works with your kids? Nope, nothing. (laughs) And we're out. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) That's such an interesting question, like, like to think, is there just sign of a kind of a magic phrase? Something I tell my kids all the time is you can have really big feelings. I see you're having really big Mm. feelings so that we're not naming good or bad feelings. My kids, unlike the way I was raised, are allowed to be as mad as they want or as frustrated. So I'll say, I, you know, I see that you can, that you're having really big feelings and you can have those. You can't be disrespectful and you can't hurt other people. And the reason I know that that has sort of gotten into their DNA is that um, several months ago, I cried a little bit. And I said, I, I feel disappointed right now. It will be okay. And, um, and I feel sad. And they, both my kids came over to me and they were like, Mommy, you're allowed to have those feelings. You have Aww. very big feelings right now. And no matter what, we love you and you're the best. And I was so moved by then I started crying harder. Yeah, yeah, like, exactly. oh my God, joy. you're the best. This the is joy tears took <laughs> yes. over from the sadness tears. But, but you know, so the answer is they, my kids were being good listeners, right? They really yeah. internalize what we say to them. And that's so thank you, of, Celia. Yeah, thank you, Celia. <laughs> that yes. was, I didn't realize you were going to dig out a really sweet story from me. All right, <laughs> grabbing, go, put, sticking my hand in that mailbag. Here is one from Lisa. Um, what do you struggle with as a parent? It's a great question. Great question. And I feel like it changes a lot, sort of in different phases of the day, week, year. Um, I mean, I think for me, it's just the the balance of, especially being home a lot more uh, as opposed to working in an office, the balance of being like, I have to do this amount of work that is separate from my family and I want to spend this much time with my family. Yep. And being able to sort of even-handedly switch between those two things is hard. Yeah, the B word, which we've talked about a lot on the show. Uh, mine is similar and I felt it very acutely today. It's, I mean, in other words, it's the having enough time. Right. And this morning was particularly harried 
even though I woke up at 5.45 to do what I needed to do, uh, be like to work out before I needed to, you know, come up and make the kids breakfast. And my husband was making them their lunch because they were both going off to separate camps. And my son had constructed um, out of Marble Run, Detritus and Legos, a miniature golf course on, uh, on oh. our rug. And wow. yeah, and he had like a one of the kids ca- the kids cash register, and he made like signs for it and discount cards. And if you're a father, you get fifty percent off because there's for fathers, <laughs> right? So he really put a lot of work into this, and he kept saying, "Mommy, can you play this? Mommy, can you just do one hole?" And I kept saying, "Honey, I I absolutely will, but I have to do X, Y, and Z before I do that." And it was true. Like yeah. I, my daughter couldn't miss her bus, and yeah. so I. I did one hole right before I went out the door. But when I came back to the apartment later today and no one was here and I just saw his sweet miniature oh. golf course all set up and really took the time to read his signs, like my, I felt awful. My heart hurt. And I thought, you know what? The minute he gets home from camp, I'm, I'm going to hit several shots at that yeah. golf course. <laughs> yeah. And I just, I've- you know, you just never feel like you, can, you can't give your kids enough time. Uh, yeah, and I feel very similar to that. I really feel it when I find my kids doing that bargaining when they're like, okay, if you can't play the whole thing, can you just play one game, mm. do one? Other? And it's just like, I'm so sorry that you have to feel like you're bargaining with yes. me. <laughs> because it's like, of course I would rather be doing that. I, And it is hard, but I just got to hope and uh, that – and I feel like it's true that my my kids understand what's going on and they see the value, uh, at least in the way we communicate it to them, why we have to be working when we're working. And that they will take it with with them and not feel like I that they were left uh, aside because they of, won't. I know they won't. Yeah. You know, we hear these messages from these experts all the time that your, your kids are left with a feeling, a feeling of being loved and seen. And they don't remember, thank God, the granular moments. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> When, when you feel like you might have let them down. Um, so uh, thank you for that, Lisa. That was a great question. A lot great of soul question. searching going on today. I know, today. this is just getting way deeper Ooh. than I thought I would. This is from Julia. <laughs> do your kids have table manners? If they do, please tell me how to teach that. Mm. Great <laughs> question. Kids- my children, no matter what utensils are put down, they manage to eat with their hands. I'm talking even salad. And wow. <laughs> yeah, it's quite feral. And I said to my son, no, there's like, no, you, you've got, please, please use the fork to eat the salad. And he said, mom, my son's name is Augustus. He said, mom, this is Augustus culture. You can't shut <laughs> down my culture. And I was like, what, what have I created? <laughs> so... That's- Great answer. That's, that's, that is next level. <laughs> yeah. He's like, in my culture, we eat exclusively with our hands. And now it's that not the, up to you. Now that the um, pandemic seems to be very much on the wane, I have started to say to my children, hey, do you ever want to spend the night at one of your friend's houses? Or do you ever want to go to dinner somewhere else? Because I'm never going to let you until you prove to me that you can eat like civilized children and wipe your hands on napkins that are in your lap. And that, that seems to get their attention a little bit. Yes. My daughters always want to wear their gowns. They have these like princessy dresses Indeed. that they wear. And I'm like, well, you can't get food on them because then mm-hmm. they're dirty and you can't wear them anymore. And that has made them so much more careful. Meticulous. I love it. Because they want to uh, be ready for the ball. Right. Well, they're wearing shoulder, elbow length gloves. They can't get Indeed. the butter on it. Um, so thank you for that, Julia. And, and good luck. The next question is from Dwayne. 
clearly Dwayne the Rock Johnson. Is 100%. Yeah. <laughs> I think to we'll the tell show. in the question that is very yeah. the rock. Um, Dwayne asks, thank you for putting in the story about the mom who has a son who stutters and the mom whose daughter has a limb difference. I love mm. these stories because as a parent with a son who has some challenges, I don't feel alone and I've used some of their ideas. Faith and Justin, how did hearing these stories affect you? I love those Great. stories too. You know, yes. it, they make me realize that almost every family has some kind of specific challenge. And and those family stories are much more visible or audible, as it were, right? Mm. But, um, I mean, I remember when, when my son was 18 months old and we learned he really needed o- o- occupational therapy and physical therapy. And... And I remember all the experts telling me, like, he's yes, he's going to need this intensively, but I, I promise you, it's all going to turn out okay. And and when you're a parent to a little kid, you just you just don't know, and you go right to anxiety and and you know think anticipating a future that's full of challenges. And so, I agree with Dwayne. It's it's so wonderful to hear those stories, and they're also not just stories of challenges; they're stories of joy. Well, that's what I was going to say. Like the thing I took away from those stories the most is is the relentless positivity that yeah. they both both of those families have about their challenges just like really making a a virtue of having these conversations about it and like about each of them and and being able to just like be almost empowered by it to be better parents and better people more open and willing to talk to people communication like we've been talking about so much that's just it sharing their stories takes away any stigma attached to the fact that all of us all of us are, we're all a little different. And that's what, that's what makes us uniquely lovable. Um, I love that question, Dwayne. Thank you. Thank you, The Rock. This is from <laughs> Jen with two N's. Uh, what have you heard yourself saying to your kids that your parents said to you? Oh, good one. Something I noticed I've never said to my kids that was in the parlance when I was a child, and maybe some parents still say this. When you were growing up, did people say, like, don't talk back? Did you ever hear that? Yeah, yeah. I think, uh, I can't even remember if my parents ever actually said that to me or if I knew I wasn't allowed to talk back. But I realized the other day when I was talking to a family therapist that I've never said that to our kids. Like, they are very much invited to talk back and they must talk back respectfully as I would talk to them. Yeah, I, I was just going to say I've made my whole lifestyle about talking back. Like, being, <laughs> being like coming up in comedy and doing all that is literally talking back. I was very shy growing up, so I don't oh. think my parents had to say that very much. And only later was I like, oh, I'm going to talk back now. Now it's time <laughs> oh, to talk Oh, you're going to hear from me. Thank you, Jen. That was a good one. This is from Rita. Dear Stroller Coaster. Oh, I like the formality. I don't like when I hear parents using the word bad with their kids. Mm. I think there's more ways to describe something. What do you think is bad a bad word? I completely agree, Rita. Yes. We, I have, from the time my children were born, we have made it a point not to say you're being bad or, or that's good. I, I even try not to say good job. Yeah, there's, um, sometimes I say I, I feel disrespected when you talk to me that way or it's hard to hear what you want to say if your words aren't kind, right? There's ways to, to describe behavior that doesn't label somebody's character. Yeah, I I agree with you. The times when I feel, when I hear myself saying that, it's more in like, are you feeling bad? 
as sort of as a way of like opening the door mm, to get mm-hmm. them getting more specific. Like, are you? Mm-hmm. Did that make you feel bad? Uh, yeah. And, and if it's like yes, and it's like okay, so how did it make you feel? Did it make you feel sad? Because I do think being able to sort of start general and get specific, especially with feelings, has been helpful in getting my children to say their feelings. Yeah, and help them name them. Yeah, walk into it a little bit. So. I do say bad in those contexts. And and by the way, I'm not always perfect at this. It does occur to me that I think my go-to my go-to phrase is that's not okay. Yeah. <laughs> which, is, which is I mean it's not damning, but it's pretty general. It's right. It's circling bad. It's sort of in the neighborhood of bad. <laughs> it's not okay. But I don't say you're not okay, right? Yes, it's just that 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 behavior is okay. not okay. Um thank you. Thank you, Rita. Uh, this is from Jeff. Ooh, Jeff wants to know, what questions do you guys... I'm going to amend this. Do y'all, yes. which oh, is something good. I try to do with my kids. We don't say you guys, we say y'all. Have about <laughs> parenting. I mean, look, I-, I don't know if you agree with me, but I think that the kind of macro question every parent has, if you're tr- truly honest, is, am I doing okay? I was am I, am I thinking doing the a good exact job? thing. Yeah. That is the, the catch-all yeah. question. Like... Am I doing and, this? Yeah. And you know, I lost my mom when I was 26, so she doesn't even know who whom I ended up marrying the first time or the second time. <laughs> and and I got to tell you to this day, I I wish my mom could say you're doing a great job. That's what I need. Uh I lost my father uh, like uh, 14 years ago now. I'm sorry. And so he yeah, no, it's it's all we're both uh, talking about these things. Um and it is like that's the big thing that I think is so emotional. It's like, ah, oh, you're not you don't know these kids. And like I Yeah. I just want to know uh what what they would what these missing parents would think about think, these kids. Um yeah. because that is the that's the generational connection you just always want. Yeah. So, um I'm going to tell you that if your dad were here, he'd tell you you're doing a good job. Sit right back at you. <laughs> thank you. Um, thank you, Jeff, for that question. And and here's an easy one. For, we have such an easy one now, Justin. Yeah, now now that you out. and I are both need hugs. <laughs> yeah. um, this is from Susan, and she says, can you have Janet Rotter back on? Love her. Uh, yeah. She was on our very first episode. Very first to- episode. And told us to leave candy out for children. Yes. <laughs> She she was like, get those kids eating more candy, I think was her big advice. I love Janet. And she kept giving us what we keep saying we need, which is telling us, you're you're trying. You're doing you're doing a good job and you won't break them. You're like, you're not messing them up. So um so yes, we will have Janet back on and thank you, Susan. And all of those that was fun. Those questions were great. So thank you for writing in. And it is time for Justin and me to share our own parenting confessions. So this is not something I'm ashamed of. I just want to show you what I have. Do you see what this is? Wow. Do you see? This is, what is it? Uh, That's a pregnancy test. I know. And it shows what? what? uh, Two lines. Yes, that yeah. is. Pregnant. I'm not. I'm not telling you I'm pregnant right now. Okay, I'm good. Because that's what you, it feels like. That is what it feels like. I, I know that would be a major reveal. That's a big confession. I am showing you. I have had this for almost eight years. Wow. And I have never. First response. I have. I have kept it in my cabinet, my mirrored cabinet. 
And I forget it's there. And then occasionally I'll be looking for like an extra tube of toothpaste or something. And I'm like, are you the world's most emotional mom? And I just, now that I've kept it for almost eight years, this is this is the first time I found out I was having my daughter. Yeah. I just am like, I'm going to hang on to that. Now it's a science experiment. How long will that double line last? Well, plus now you, now you can't get rid of it. Like now it's it's part of the collection. It just kind of reminds me of like all that I went through to yeah. have my kids. And so <laughs> I, I hold this up proudly. All right, Justin, let's hear you. I should confess, and this one um, is very fresh in my mind. My confession is I don't know the lyrics to any of the songs my daughter asked me to <laughs> sing at night. Um, and so I, it's, it's truly embarrassing because the worst part is I think I know them when I lay down next to her. She's like, sing, um, sing, uh, bell. And I'm like, okay, oh. no problem. And I'm like, there goes the baker with his bread, like <laughs> always. He's got some bread and da, 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 rolls da. to sell. And then that's truly all. And that's wrong. A. B. I don't it, know anymore. Ooh, you you sold that though. Thank I thought you. that was it. I don't think that's right because it says bread twice. It can't be that. That can't be what it is. <laughs> um, and then I I try to make some up. And the, as she's getting older, she's way onto me. She's like, <laughs> and she's she's not even nice about it. She's not like, great, keep going. She's like, she stops me by holding her hand, like putting her hand on me and is like, let's try Elsa. So, got your own heartfelt or weird parenting confession? Um, Send it to us at podcast at munchkin.com. We would love to hear from you. That is the show. Thank you for listening. If you know anyone who could use some community commiseration and laughs, please let them know about Stroller Coaster. If you want more information about any of our guests, check out strollercoaster.com. Thank you to Munchkin for helping us put this together. No wonder they're the most loved baby brand in the world. You can buy all of your Munchkin products at Target. At Stroller Coaster, we're all about community. So if you have a parenting confession story you'd like to share, a question, a topic you want to hear more about, don't hesitate to reach out to us at podcast at munchkin.com. And please do us a favor and spread the word. The more people who listen, the more people who love it, the more questions you have, the more Stroller Coaster we get to do. And just a reminder, if you haven't checked out our other podcast, you should. It's called Stroller Coaster Storytime. It's a storytelling podcast for parents and children to enjoy together. It's a short, fun, and creative take on children's stories performed by improv actors and directed by a kid. And now something every parent can use. A timeout for you. Munchkin cares so much about our planet, so today we'll enjoy the sound of elephants enjoying a watering hole on the savannah. See you next time on Stroller Coaster.